Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Home Team on AM860, The Answer. The Home Team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit PapaandGuype.com by Florida Hospital Center ICE off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. By Shoot Straight with locations on both sides of the bay. By Vermost Insurance. By Mahoney's Auto Repair. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. By the Positive Coaching Alliance. By Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurants. And by AmeriFirst Mortgage. And now, here he is, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic, and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. St. Louis, um, it's a baseball town. A lot of fans show up here. You know, I don't know how many fans we get a game, but it's nowhere near St. Louis. So, well, I'll have to see. Maybe, I mean, we've been winning. You know, and the fans haven't been showing up still. And there you have Tommy Pham, not fan, but Tommy Pham of the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And we'll uh, talk about that. He had some pretty poignant comments uh, this week on MLB Network and uh, MLB.com. And we'll talk about that. And uh, in particular, he was singling out the Rays fan base or lack of fan base. And uh, John is... Just arrived. I had to hand him the headset so he could hear that clip. But, I heard the uh, quote. I heard it on uh, MLB.com. He's accurate. What's our fan base? 7,000 people, 8,000 season ticket holders. Well, that's that's what I want to discuss this morning. What is the definition of a fan base? Is it the hundreds of thousands of people that watch the games on TV but never go? Is it the people that listen to the games on the radio or that buy that Tampa Bay Rays ball cap or T-shirt or whatever, but rarely go to a game. Is the fan base what's at Tropicana Field, or is the fan base anybody that spends any money and and invests any time on the Tampa Bay Rays? I think the fan base is people that go to the games and watch it. I mean, uh, you know, St. Louis has, uh, I think they're a little smaller TV market than we are, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that. Uh, But they still have 40,000 people that go to the game, like, uh, like Tommy Pham said. You know, so they have a fan base where people go to the game. They have a, a you know, obviously history, extremely long history of baseball in, in St. Louis and uh, some lineage. So I would say the fan base are people that go regularly to the game and watch it as well. I'm a Lightning fan base. I watch it when I'm not uh, at the game. Jason, what do you think? I, th- I think the same thing. I think it's the people at the stadium. You know, when the camera is is, is on the, the, the team, it's on the game, it's on the stadium – the, the eye of the camera doesn't lie. And when you see a lot of empty seats, there's no way you could justify, well, we have a good fan base. I mean, what are you going to say? We, we have a great fan base. They just don't go to the games. And that yeah, doesn't, doesn't work that way. That's no, pretty much what it is. The, the, the fan base is, uh, is the people who go to the games, who physically show up in person at the stadium 
to watch the games. Now, listen, I and I, I admit, I don't go to the games either. I like the Rays. I follow the Rays. Do but, you consider uh, yourself part of the fan base, the fact that you follow them and that you do well, watch from, them on from, TV? From, I mean, from that standpoint, I'm a fan, but in, in terms of, um, uh, you know, in terms I, of the I would not no. consider it, Jason, how many games did you go to last year? I, I, don't go, I didn't go to any. I would not consider him not in a negative way. You're just not part of the fan base. You watch him, you'll keep up with the score. You're probably the type of baseball fan that I am a football fan. I didn't go to a single game. I follow the team. I wouldn't be considered, even though I buy season tickets, I do that from a business perspective, and I get rid of most of them. Uh, I don't know that I would be considered a fan base for the Buccaneers, and I think that fan base is dwindling as well. The the thing that is maybe the most troubling about all of this is that the Rays' comments on Tommy Fan Pham have been non-existent. In fact, they came out and said, "We have no comment." We're, we're not – you would normally think you would hear something to the effect of, well, we understand the feelings of Tommy Pham, but, however, we respectfully disagree with him. Or right. we we uh, we uh, choose to, to thank the fans that do come to the game and try and put a positive spin on mm-hmm. it. And they didn't. No. They just let it stay out there. And well, of course, does that, that mean they agree with him? Yeah, well, of course, that's the aftermath of, of the failure to get the new stadium deal done mm-hmm. in Ebor. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they could be frustrated. But, well, listen, the, the bottom line is Tommy Pham is right. You know, you, whether, you, whether you want to hear it, sometimes the truth hurts. But, it, but, but he's true. We don't have a good fan base. It, uh, it goes to that uh, kind, and I know we've all been there, where somebody says something to you and you say no comment. And right. what you're basically saying is, you're right, but I cannot acknowledge that you're right. Exactly. No comment. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the way I took it. So we'll get your thoughts on that. 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Toll free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. Uh, some baseball talk in addition to the plethora of football going on. Of course, a uh, big day today, the semifinals for the national championship with uh, Notre Dame and Clemson and Alabama and Oklahoma, uh, a doubleheader on the Saturday uh, before New Year's. I I think it's a great move what the NCAA has done to put the games on a Saturday night rather than New Year's Eve. I I applaud them for putting the games where they have. Well, but but, but I think it all depends on on what days – what day New Year's Eve might fall on or or, or otherwise. I mean, it it, it all depends – I think they prefer to put it on a Saturday, but sometimes the dates don't work that way. That way, because I mean, if it, I mean Saturday is college football day anyway. I, I agree, but so. the, the way it works, New, New Year's Day they have um, certain bowl games locked into play on New Year's Day, and it depends. It also depends on what um, which uh, bowl games are hosting the playoffs. Um, you know, when they when they can put them on there. Well, I, I for me, I think they have it right now, and I would make it the Saturday before New Year's. Every year, regardless of what day New Year's fell on, if New Year's happened to fall on a Saturday, I would make it still on Saturday. That's college football day, Saturday. So you're used to watching. Well, and, and if, college if, football. if New Year's, if if um, the the bowl games, like if the Rose Bowl or, or some of the other bowls that are played on New Year's Day are the ones that are hosting the playoffs, you could do that. But see, the problem is they're contractually locked in the rose bowl is locked into to being on new year's day 
So if if it's not having a uh, if one of the playoff games is not the Rose Bowl, you can't tell the Rose Bowl well you have to play a different day. So we can play on New Year's. That's the, the NCAA can do whatever it wants. Well, <laughs> so they would find a way if they wanted to, I, I believe. But uh, we'll get your thoughts on that as well. Uh, is tomorrow the last time we'll see Dirk Cutter on the sidelines, John? Do you think uh, tomorrow is the finale for Dirk Cutter and Jameis Winston, Jason Light? Uh, yeah, wh- who's back next year amongst those three? I don't mean I don't mean to be mean, but I hope it's the last day for Cutter. I just don't think he's done. He has never commanded the team uh, like a coach uh, like Dungy. Dungy had that quiet leadership, and Gruden has that fiery leadership, mm-hmm. and they command a team. Uh, I don't think uh, he's commanded the team. I think he's probably a great offensive coordinator, and he may go back to being that. Uh, but I don't think he'll be here. Uh, there have been talk that Griff is it Griffin might play Ryan some Griffin. rep. Mm-hmm. Uh, might play some grep, uh, reps this week, and uh, what does that tell you? Hey, we're throwing the towel in. I don't think they're tanking for the draft pick between, I think it's 6 and 10, uh, but I think that would be a good idea. You suggested it a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. that uh, maybe I, they give him some game reps. I frankly wish they would have started that a couple of weeks ago, um, started playing Ryan but he, Griffin. Jameis hasn't got injured, so he's not guaranteed the money. Uh, today's the last day where he can – or tomorrow's the last day where he can get guaranteed that $21 million if he gets hurt. Otherwise, uh, they have the choice of signing him or not. I think he'll be back. I think they've got too much invested in him mm-hmm. uh, to, to cut ties. And I think Light will be back. They obviously extended him a one-year contract. So uh, it appears J- Jameis and Jason will be back, and maybe Cutter will be gone. Jason, who do you well, think? Well, I, I think Cutter, I know what you want, but what yeah, do you think? I, I, I think Cutter will, will be gone. I think um, uh, Jason Light could go either way. Uh, he did sign the contract extension, although they they made listen. He's he's had two coaches now. Normally, by the, the time the second coach departs, the GM departs as well. I think Jameis Winston probably will be back as well. Uh, what I would like, I would like to see all three of them go. If I had to, to pick just one that I would be willing to bring back between the three, I would bring back Dirk Cutter. I have more confidence in him than in either or the other. I think Jason Light, the majority of, of his picks have, have been utter failures with the exception of a few, but they have not worked out. Jameis Winston has not progressed to the point where we need him to progress after four seasons. He still makes a lot of the same mistakes uh, as a rookie. Uh, and uh, as he did as a rookie, and um, I think this is who he is. I think he's going to turn the football over. He's not going to be accurate with the long ball, and he's going to disappear at critical times in the game when we need our star quarterback to make plays, and he just hasn't done that for the most part. One of the names I've been hearing as far as a potential new coach for the Buccaneers is Harbaugh, and uh, what do you think about Mr. Harbaugh coming down. I don't think he's going to leave Michigan. Not not unless they throw a ridiculous amount of money at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even give him, uh, you know, control Football over. Football operations. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, he, he did a very good job with the 49ers. There's no question about that. But are you willing to do that? And, you know, and Jim, the thing about Jim Harbaugh, he is a very good coach, but he has one of those personalities that can certainly rub people the wrong way. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe. John mentioned Dirk Cutter virtually has no personality. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean, we need somebody he, to come here and stir you know, things he, up. He had, I mean, he, listen, he had success. You, you, you can base. I, I just, I just don't see him leaving Michigan right now. That's the only thing about that. Michigan loses to Florida today in the uh, Peach Bowl. Might that uh, he still can't beat Ohio State? That's no true. matter what. Yeah. No matter what he's tried, we'll see. Uh, maybe he's thinking, you know, rather than keep this battle going with Ohio State and continue to 
just be a uh, yeah. decent team in Michigan, but not a, a great team. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll take the cash and uh, get back in the NFL. Get back in the NFL. Uh, you know what? Anything's possible. Mm-hmm. We'll get your thoughts on that as well. Uh, Want to get to the Lightning, but first I got to talk about the Magic. Last night, uh, Magic beat the Toronto Raptors, the team with the best record in the NBA. Came into the game with a record of twenty-six and ten. The Magic had lost four games in a row, and the Magic win by twenty-nine. I mean, prior to that, the Magic played the team with the worst record in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns and they lost in overtime to Phoenix. So they lose to the team with the worst record and then blow away the team with the best record in the NBA. No, yeah, Were the Raptors resting anybody? Well, they had a couple guys out with injury. But still, they were they were, they were, were five they, and one. Were they shack injuries? Where no, no, oh, the oblique, and I've no, got to take a rest. Lowry or? and uh, Valanciunas were both out, but uh, they were five and one without them. Uh, coming into the game. Uh, they've been out six games, and they won five of the Could six. Could be a situation where Toronto was completely looking past the magic. They figured that it would be a, a relatively easy win. Maybe they just didn't give as, as good an effort. Uh, the 29? And, and magic, I, I don't know. You know, the the, the, the magic, it, it, it's, it's confusing. I'm excited that, that they win, and it shows they have potential, but why can't they put it all together? I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. Did, play did, consistency. Uh, did, play does consistently. Orlando have a lot of... Toronto fans, the Canadians come down for those games? Oh, yes. So yeah. they were there. there. There was a ton of Toronto fans there last night. As tonight, I think we'll see a ton of Montreal Canadian fans there with Lightning season ticket holders, present company not included. Yeah. Lightning season ticket holders selling their tickets yeah. to the Montreal fans. But uh, I think we'll see a lot of them. The Lightning, somehow, some way, and I think much of it is just confidence, expecting to win. They somehow find a way to win. Second time in a row that they've blown a large lead against the Philadelphia Flyers. 5-1 uh, to one in Philadelphia and 5-2 to two in Tampa. And then uh, they come back and win it in overtime. Deja vu uh, all over again. Yeah. Uh, they just come out and find a way to win. And I was in the Philadelphia locker room after the game, and you would have thought they won the game. I mean, they were just... Uh, uh, very happy with themselves to get a point out of Tampa Bay and also to rally from a three-goal deficit in the third period and and uh, tie the game up and then end up winning it. And uh, I know Marshall, and he'll probably call today, uh, he and I were texting back and forth about, uh, of course, he's president of the Andre Vasilevsky fan club and John's the vice president. But uh, Charter members. We're charter members. Yeah, and... <laughs> I kept calling him your boy. Your boy just gave up another goal. Your boy just allowed the game to be tied. And uh, But we were going back and forth on that. But I have to say, John, with all due respect, is Andre Vasilevsky a Stanley Cup champion goaltender? I, I think 100%. You look at both uh, him and Domingue, and uh, uh, Domingue I don't know that is a Stanley Cup uh, goalie either. But I think they both – Come to the table when the when the time's right. They they make key saves. I wish he would have came a little earlier in the third period. They, they won two points, <laughs> and and he he saved us in uh, in the third period. He made some outstanding saves in the third period. We gave up four three goals in the third. But period. we still won. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, uh, you know we have one of the top rated football offenses in the league, but we're still going to be five and eleven, you know, for football. So. I get the fact if you put the W's on the table, and I think that Marshall might agree with me, uh, the W's on the table at the key time. He makes the key say. Now, uh, 
one of those goals I do blame him on. Uh, really? Think, yeah. I do. Wow. Yeah. One of them he did get. I didn't think you've ever blamed no, him for a goal no, no, in his no, no, career. No. The one that squirted through. <laughs> uh, he didn't close the five hole enough. But, uh, no, I have. Uh, uh, they leave him out to dry. <laughs> but what what uh, Marshall said two weeks ago is, oh, we got Vasilevsky back there. We can slack up a little bit on defense. I think that happens. I think psychologically that happens because they know he's that good. And sometimes they leave him out to dry. And there's, there's nothing you can do on a two or three on one. Well, listen to this comment from Steven Stamkos. And uh, he he made the comment, and I was kind of scratching my head. I was kind of like the Budweiser gerbils, you know, the, huh? you know, when, after he said this. Listen carefully to what he said about Andre Vasilevsky. Usually you, you feel pretty good about a win. This one just felt like we, we let our goaltender down um, and just very uncharacteristic plays. So the sign of a good team is we'll, we'll bounce back. We still found a way to win, and we'll look to improve. They let the goaltender down. Mm-hmm. Didn't the goaltender give up five goals? How, how did no, they let my, him no, down? No, 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 that's my point. They, they let him down by having lapses in the defense when you – when you turn the puck over in in your own zone, right? Uh, that that's what he meant. He they let him down by not. He didn't let it. them down. No, I don't agree. That he couldn't agree. get a, a win out of a five to two lead. No, say no, absolutely not. Okay, all right. Well, we'll you can discuss that as well as you call in two eight nine eighteen sixty in Hillsborough and toll free anywhere else at eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. Even if we win the cup, we may not let you in the club. I told I told uh, Marshall, and I'll say it here: if the Lightning win the Cup this year, I will no longer be critical of Andre Vas. Assuming he's in goal, yeah. I mean, if Louis Domingue ends up doing all the games of the finals and the Lightning win it, then Vasi doesn't get off the hook. But yeah. if if Vasilevsky is in goal and the Lightning win, the, not play for the Stanley Cup, but win the Stanley Cup. He will have done better than Ben Bishop did. Yeah. You may have to pay a large sum to get in the club if that happens. The problem with the Lightning is is keeping up this uh, pace uh, all the way through the rest of the season and then in the playoffs. They're it's going to be so hard. Well. That's yeah. the, that's, yeah, the, it's a long season. Okay, so uh, are they going to play themselves out? Uh, obviously, injuries are a big key, but forget about the injuries. You know, can you could play yourself out and then be exhausted by the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think what they're that? trying to do is get enough of a pad there. And unfortunately, the Toronto Maple Leafs are not cooperating because they keep on winning too. They're, they're the second best team in the NHL and they're in the Lightning's division. So they're keeping the pressure on. But uh, I think the Lightning are trying to get enough of a pad so that if they have a, a, a three-game losing streak in February or March, it won't be catastrophic uh, that right. they'll have a, a big enough lead so that it you also won't, don't want to, but you can't really rest the players because then you'll be rusty going into the playoffs. Right, and I don't think you'll see that. I don't think well, you'll see them resting. Uh, I don't, I tell you right now, I think the, the resting with the Lightning with four lines deep, you just play Stamkos and Kucherov fourteen minutes instead of eighteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we are so deep that that uh, I think we're going to be in great shape. But again, Toronto may have the same letdown as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing at a very high uh, high caliber game right now as well. Uh, but you look at what they're doing. They're so deep. Somebody comes up. Mateen Joseph's been on the uh, disabled list mm-hmm. for a couple games now. He's a, fast, he's a potential rookie of the year had he not gotten hurt. You know, so there's, uh, there's, they're a very good team. I'm excited about them. They did make a move today, by the way. The Lightning did. They sent uh, Slater Cuckoo down to the Syracuse. So, I mean, he hasn't been playing. He's been... Uh, just sitting a healthy scratch, and he was very vocal about 
not being happy and not playing. He was going cuckoo. But not, when you got playing. guys like Eric Chernak that have come up and looked decent, and I mean, what defenseman do you sit down in order to put him in there? I, I can't think of one that the Lightning have. So while we don't have a text line, I did get a text from one of our callers and uh, said uh, that if the Lightning win the Stanley Cup with Vassie, you have to buy a Vassie jersey and wear it during the parade. If they allow, you know what, John? If they allow me to do that, you have to buy it though. You can't get it. From I the will team. do it. All right, but I don't know that they would allow me to wear that. But right. we'll see. Okay. If, if, but if they will allow it, I will do that. Buy a Vassy jersey and wear it to the Stanley Cup uh, parade. I had a, and that same fan, whoever he or she is, okay. There's got to be retribution. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know who he or she is, but you do, obviously. I do. If they do not win the Stanley Cup, that fan has to buy a Ben Bishop jersey and wear it opening night of the 2019 season. Oh, a Ben Bishop Fair is fair. Well, we'll we'll get confirmation on that deal. Bishop plays plays for Dallas, right? Yes. I know the the CEO of Dallas just got called for ripping into some of his players. Yeah. Well, they could buy a Ben Bishop jersey. Dallas Stars jersey yeah. and wear it on opening night if Vasilevsky does not win. The I don't know that I would have. I think you could probably have him buy a Domingue or somebody jersey. I don't, I don't want our fans spending money on another team. I, I'll accept that. Yeah. A Domingue. Yeah. Uh, a Louis Domingue jersey yeah. and wear that if, if Vassy doesn't win the Stanley Cup. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and get your phone calls. By the way, Jason, congratulations. For the second week in a row, yeah. you won the contest mm-hmm. again. You were just three points off. Uh, twenty-seven to seventeen was your pick, and of course, it ended up twenty-seven to twenty. You didn't give the Bucks enough credit there, mm-hmm. but uh, because you were not eligible, Marshall ended up winning the contest. So, congratulations to him. This week, we have not one, not two, but three separate contests because we have the championship game semifinals today. So, we're getting your prediction on Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma. Then, of course, the Bucks and the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm sure Calvin will call and tell us what's wrong with that contest. Uh, the biggest game is, is there an obscure game today, uh, Jason, or are the obscure games pretty well done in college football? Kentucky well, and Penn State. No, but I mean, there's either a Slippery Rock in uh, Western Carolina or something. Uh, Arkansas State, Nevada. That's who he'll say is the biggest game. The Arizona Bowl. We'll take a break, and then we will come back with more of the home team. Join us on the phone lines, 289-1860 in Hillsboro, and toll-free at 877-969-8600. More of the home team on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. Do you hear it? Tonight, the sprinklers run. Buffers buff. Rinks freeze. Perfectly straight chalk lines are laid down. Ready for tomorrow when the sun rises. And lessons come to life. As our kids pass, shoot, run, and throw. As they experience all that goes with winning and losing. As they learn to practice with diligence and discipline. To value the team above self. To compete with character, sportsmanship, and integrity on the field of play. And most importantly, in life. As they look to us to see if we are doing the same. Sports teach. Be a part of it. Positive Coaching Alliance. Positive Coach. 
www.ghostofthebrook.org. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. The Dennis Prager Show. This indictment, he may have paid off or asked his lawyer to pay off people and then violated campaign finance law. I am afraid for my country. What we are seeing is exactly what happens in the third world, where powers use their government for political ends. Weekdays at noon on AM 860, The Answer. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple of dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM860 app is the answer. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your agent know your name? Or would you call a 1-800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Get a local independent insurance agent with Auto Owners Insurance, someone you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at V-E-R-M-O-S-T dot com. Welcome back to the home team on AM860, The Answer. Glad to have you with us. If you want to join us on the phone lines, uh, Happy New Year, by the way. This is our final show of 2018. When we Next Saturday, we'll have turned the calendar into 2019 and uh, look ahead to a brand new year. Uh, if you want to join us, though, feel free to do so at 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. Uh, before we get to the calls, though, real quick, uh, John and Jason, want to throw this out to both of you. Are you surprised by the no comment response from the Rays over Tommy? And let me let me let you hear Tommy Fan uh, Fam one more time in case you're just joining us and missed it at the top of the show. Uh, let Let's hear what he had to say, and then I want to get your thoughts. St. Louis, you know, it's a baseball town. A lot of fans show up. 
here, you know, I don't know how many fans we get a game, but it's nowhere near St. Louis. So, well, I have to see. Maybe, I mean, we've been winning, you know, and the fans haven't been showing up still. Uh, and then to that, the Rays had no comment. Uh, are you surprised by the fact that the Rays had no comment? Or do, you, do you make anything of the fact that they had no comment? I'm not, I'm not surprised because uh, Sternberg himself has been very critical. I remember the uh, playoff game a couple of years ago. He came out and, and was, was none too happy with the fans. So he's, he's made some comments similar to that himself. So, no, I'm not surprised that they have no comment. John? I think that's just par for the Rays. Um, they, uh, they're they very low-key. They don't do a lot of marketing. They expect the people to come to a good team. And we've talked about it and talked about it ad nauseum. They run a good baseball team, have a good farm system. They compete. They win games. And they can't get fans there. And I get it. Yeah, I know the TV deal they've got is sweet. The property development deal they've got, if they develop the Tropicana property, is great. They are business guys, and they're running it like a business. And I think that's probably – not commenting on your employees, something like that, is probably a smart move. You know what's very interesting? The very first season, I think a couple weeks in, Vince Namoli came out and was very critical publicly of the lack of attendance, the fans for not mm-hmm. showing up. And keep in mind that this was the first year. The team was not very good. The, the thinking was you had waited all this time for a baseball team. You know, everyone is supposed to be excited and go support the team no matter what in their very first year. Uh, so, I mean, I know the first game was a sellout, but you, you quickly saw the significant drop-off in attendance as the season went along. And they actually got off to a decent start for an expansion team that year. Namoli came out early on with mm-hmm. comments very critical about the, the poor attendance. One, one thing that I did hear this week, and, uh, John, I don't know if you've heard this as well with your ear to the ground, but uh, uh, if you remember back the – the Rays ended up buying the Tampa Bay Rowdies, the uh, the soccer team. Last that, uh, October. That, yeah, play over at Al Lang. Uh, and one of the things that I had heard was that this was an insurance policy if the stadium did not work out in Hillsborough County, that they would look at developing that land for a, a, a major league stadium. Uh, the Rays would be interested since they would have the ties to the Rowdies and maybe converting that to a multi-facility, uh, multi-purpose facility for both soccer and for baseball. Um, and that was the reasoning behind picking the Rowdies up for a song, really. They didn't really have to pay a whole lot for them, but that that might have been the insurance that if this doesn't work out in Hillsboro, we have the Rowdies in downtown St. Pete, and we can maybe work, work something out there. Did you hear anything about uh, that? I did not. Uh, okay. uh, my sources told me that they've got it for uh, basically 25, 20 cents on the dollar. Yeah, that's what I said. They, they picked it up for they a They want to cross-sell some tickets. And uh, we got one of our baseball guys online. I, I just texted him to call in. Uh, you know, he's extremely knowledgeable down in the area. I, I think they bought them to basically to maybe cross-sell some tickets. Okay, if you buy rowdy season tickets, we're going to let you mm. buy some of these mm. tickets. Uh, but I don't think they're going to – they already tried once to get the stadium down uh, in that area. That was I, the, the sale idea. Yeah, yeah. but I just don't think it, it works. Uh, and it's one of those things that 
Uh, I think they're going to be there. My thought is they're going to be there at least till 2027. And we probably should get Charlie on the line if you're up for it right now. Oh, yeah. uh, are you running the show over no, there? I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm here. He's, I'm, no, but he's I know good, that you fill in. And you, he's got nah, some good baseball comments. Uh, he's very uh, in the know down in uh, St. Pete. I'm just giving you a hard I, time uh, as uh, VP of the Andre Vasilevsky <laughs> fan club. Let's go to Charlie. You're on the home team, Charlie, uh, at the request of Mr. Bicek. Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good, thanks. He sure talked me up. I hope I don't stir anything up now. Oh, you better not. Yeah, you better not. Yeah, no, that's you, what you're supposed to do on this show. You've stir got things to, up. Yeah. We like people to stir things up. That's you, what we you, do. You've got to come through the way he built you up. I mean, uh, what are you hearing? Uh, what are you hearing down there? Well, I'll start with Sam real quickly. He needs to keep his mouth shut. If he wants people in the seats, he shouldn't say stuff like that. Uh, as a season ticket holder, it, you know that that kind of thing ticks me off it's like all right well what about the people that do buy season yeah. tickets you don't even comment about them hey we appreciate those people out we need more of them that's what he should have said yeah i i 100 uh, percent agree with that that you want to and that's what i'd hope the rays would have stepped in and said that right. well we 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 understand tommy fam's comments but we do appreciate those eight to ten thousand fans that are there night in night out the season ticket right. holders that we do have. That's a generous number. Yeah, I'm being generous. It's the <laughs> holiday totally season. I agree with that, that the, that the front office should have stepped in and they should have commented on that. But, you know, if that's how he's going to be, he can pack his bags and go back to St. Louis. They're going to win 90 games without him, frankly, in my opinion. Isn't like he one him. of the I best like players the player. on the team now, though? Uh, yeah, I, I like him. Don't get me wrong. But I mm-hmm. think with the farm system, I, I think it's very easy to, to fill a 30-year-old with a 22-year-old, you know, that's going to hit 20 bombs and be able to play the outfield. You know, you saw mm-hmm. it in Jake Bauer, frankly. So, uh, and, and then you trade him. Yeah. Uh, but from <laughs> from uh, from a from a downtown St. Pete perspective, I I like the idea. I think it would be fun. I don't think it fits the timeline because what'll happen is is it still has to be voted on. Even if the Rays wanted to have it there, you've got to vote on it again. Do I think it would pass this time? Yes, I do. But from a timeline standpoint, I don't think it fits the Rays' timeline. That's going to take time to get on the ballot. It's going to take time, you know, to put that plan together. The construction is longer because they have to make the footprint bigger. That was the problem with it last time. Charlie, let me ask Um, you, let let me jump in. Why do you think it would pass this time? Well, because I think the demographic of downtown St. Petersburg has drastically changed. Younger? The, 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 The median age has gone from 53 to 44 in 10 years in downtown St. Petersburg in the three zip codes of downtown. But our younger fans, baseball fans. Right. And I think it passes because they're thinking, okay, wait, we can put a baseball stadium on the water and redevelop the trop site. Young people that have just bought their condos and are renting their condos in downtown St. Pete are going to be all for that. It's already a walking downtown. It's way better walking downtown than Tampa. So you're saying they're more interested in the redevelopment than they are in baseball. I think it's both. Mm-hmm. I think it's they get the best of both worlds at the Alang site. I think the thing that the the good part on just keeping the trop where it is, you still get to redevelop the site. You still keep baseball and the soccer fandom that has grown in downtown. I mean, there's a there's there's two Irish pubs, two English pubs within walking distance of the Rowdies now that are doing very well. You know, now you've got a soccer stadium that's supposed to have music throughout the year, a new Ray stadium, and a redevelopment of almost 60 acres on the current TROP site. That's not a bad deal 
you know, and, and frankly, I, th- I think that's the more likely scenario because of the timeline. It's way easier to build that stadium on the current site than it is in Alang or, or Derby Lane, for that matter. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the soccer, and, and Paul had mentioned the purchase of the Rowdies and the site. Uh, you know, there were, what, I think 70,000, over 60,000 people at the MLS championship game in Atlanta uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Uh, Atlanta was averaging 40,000 fans a game for a soccer game. Now, when you look at, and Gene and I have been talking about this all week, you look at the demographics of the country changing with the immigrants. You know, Hispanic population is 29. You know, I didn't realize I didn't realize there was a 10-year drop, 12-year drop in demographics in St. Pete. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. If, you know, yeah. if, if the race do go, my understanding, if they do go to Derby Lane, they will still get development pri- uh, profits off the stadium area as long as they stay in Pinellas. Is that accurate or as, do you know? As long as they stay in Pinellas. Wow, and and Derby Lane all of a sudden has become a very viable possibility with the dog track, uh, the dog racing uh, going by the by the board. Uh, yeah, I th- I think it's a definite possibility. I think from a city standpoint, I think they would like to have it, uh, it on the trop site. My guess is that probably has a little bit to do with revenue because the Derby Lane site is unincorporated Pinellas County compared to St. Petersburg. And it's a much easier uh, so drive for Tampa people as well. It's a much easier drive for Tampa people. That's why I think, that in my in my opinion, right, which means about you know a speck of sand, I think it's the better move to keep Tampa engaged at Derby Lane. From a from a baseball city perspective, being a St. Pete resident, I love it in downtown because I think it just it helps flourish that area. But I I think the Rays had a plan all along of saying, okay, if we move the team to Tampa, uh, and this all goes through, what we could do is we could make St. Pete happy and and bring the minor league team back to St. Petersburg because the Charlotte Sports Park lease is up soon. Uh, and I can't remember what year, but I'm pretty sure it expires mm. within the next four or five years. So they could have moved the minor league team back and kind of said, St. Pete, here's baseball still. We're still going to give it to you, uh, but we're going to get our stadium in Tampa. Now with them staying in St. Pete or elsewhere, I think they had the backup plan, which, you know, good for them, of trying to get MLS there. And MLS is way more likely to come with the Rays open, uh, owning that team than they are with Bill Edwards. That That is true. That is very true. Well, Charlie, you made some good points. You didn't let John down. You answered so, the uh, mail, big guy. Thank yeah, yeah. Hey, let's get you in the contest before we let you go. Uh, we're picking the two college games today and then the Bucks tomorrow. Uh, what do you see with Notre Dame and Clemson? Uh, I'm going to go Clemson. Uh, do I need to pick a score? Yes, uh-huh. Let's go uh, 27-21, Clemson. All right, and then Alabama, Oklahoma. This is such a hard game to pick. Uh, 37-34, Alabama. Okay, and then the Bucks tomorrow against the Falcons. 24-21, Bucks. All right, wow. Bucks, Bucks win the season finale. Fans go home happy. <laughs> They'll be charted. Well, you know, Wait till next year. Tampa Bay. <laughs> You know, this is why I don't gamble, because I'm a homer. All right. <laughs> Charlie, appreciate your comments. Thanks so much. <laughs> happy New Year, guys. Thanks, All right. Guys. Happy New Year to you. Uh, we need a break, and then we'll come back and take some more calls. We've got uh, Brooklyn. Not Brooklyn, but Brooklyn. He's he's saying it with a bit of an accent today. Uh, Yehudi is, is his New York is coming through, because he's from New York. So he's saying, we're going to talk to Brooklyn. 
And uh, we'll also talk to Anthony as well, and uh, hopefully you as well. We've got one line available, 289-1860 in Hillsboro, toll-free at 877-969-8600. Mixing in baseball, football, hockey, even some basketball if you want. You're on the home, because uh, you know what happens at 1 o'clock today, Jason? Mm-hmm. What's, What's that? that? <laughs> I'm asking you. The USF Bulls host Fairleigh Dickinson mm-hmm. at... Uh, at the Yingling it's Center. It's sad. You know, I don't I don't pay attention at all to USF basketball anymore. You're, you're definitely not in their fan base. No. I used, <laughs> used to be. Used to be. Yeah. And most people say Farley Dickinson, but Yehudi, I'm sure, can verify because they're from that part of the country. It's fairly, like, fairly, fairly good, right? Fairly Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah. All right. More of the home team coming up, including a conversation with Bookland on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. When you've been in an auto accident, you'll have many questions and thoughts going through your mind. First call 911 if you're able to do so. This way, if there are injuries, help is on the way. Also, it's important you get a police report. This provides an exchange of information, and the police will question any eyewitnesses if you were too injured to do so yourself. Once out of harm's way, don't speak to or sign any documents from an insurance company. Simply call trial attorneys Dave or Stan at Papa and Geith at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890 to meet personally with them. This law firm provides an experienced staff that will be understanding and guide you through the difficult times that you may be experiencing due to this accident. Also, Dave and Stan will provide you with over 30 years of experience, making sure you receive the correct medical treatment for a full recovery, and will do their best to make you financially whole. Visit PapaAndGype.com. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Are you having structural issues at your house? Bowing walls, a cracked foundation, settling structures, sagging crawl space supports, uneven sidewalks, driveway, or pool deck? You need to talk to the people at LRE Ground Services. They've helped me on two different occasions, and they stand behind their work. If you're having to deal with any of these issues, one call can put your mind at ease just like it did mine. 800-580-0229. 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter or the home team for a free no-obligation estimate. LREGSI.com. Veterans can face unique challenges that lead to difficulty finding or keeping a home. VA is here to help veterans secure safe, stable housing. If you or a veteran you know is homeless or at immediate risk of becoming homeless, call 877-424-3838. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM860 app is the answer. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church. Another thing I've, I've noticed about Grace is that it's very laid back. You don't have to wear a suit and tie. In fact, you probably look a little out of place if you come in in a suit and tie. Yeah, you know, we do that intentionally because we just think church shouldn't be stuffy and religious and formal, just need to be a very casual environment. I said uh, a lot of people should be uh, better than happy hour in your local bar. It should be a friendly <laughs> place where people feel recognized and, and acknowledged and wear your golf shirt and your shorts and Come to church. Now, people might say they're out on Van Dyke, and I live in Temple Terrace. I, I can't go all the way there for church. But you actually have taken care of that because you have five campuses all over the Tampa Bay area. 
Yeah, we realize that people do have boundaries where they want to drive too far to go to church. So, again, we have Temple Terrace and one in South Tampa, one off of Waters Avenue, uh, one right in Ybor City, and, of course, our broadcast campus on Van Dyke Road. Grace Family Church. Just try it. JustTryGrace.com. I know Christmas music is uh, not your favorite, not Jason, favorite, but it's, no. I, I love Christmas music, I and I'll milk it as long as I can, which is basically today, Okay, because once we're into 2019, then it goes away. Good. So, But I like Christmas music, and mm. I, I actually searched my car radio for a station that is still playing it, and I found one on my satellite radio that is still playing it, so I'll, I'll take that. Bah humbug. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Brooklyn, as promised. Hello, Brooklyn, you're on the... The home team. Hey, oh, hey, we don't like to be made fun of, Mr. Paul. We just took an hour out of your name, that's all. It, yeah, it's Brooklyn you know now. A couple of guys in Brooklyn, you don't want to run into them. See, you, you said it the name. same way that, that Yehudi wrote it. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> no, we say Brooklyn, the garden spot of the world. Yes. Uh, and we believe... What are you growing there? Huh? What are you growing well, there? The big guys. Uh-huh. No comment. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Italian. You ain't going to get me a thing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being Italian. Half Italian, Jason. Huh? Yeah, any part Italian, that's okay. That's right. Hey, go by. Hey, hey, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and, and there will be no stadium, as I said in the beginning of the year when everybody told me I was crazy. But I knew old Skinplint wasn't going to go for it. So now he's probably going to do that deal because he bought the uh, soccer team. He can squeeze the raise in. Yeah. Make money on both ends. Man's a money maker. Well, he, he is yeah, that. Brooklyn, you're right. I mean, you look at what soccer has done. Look at what the demographics of this country are going towards. It's not a bad move buying at 20, 25 cents on the dollar, you know. But see, what I'm saying, though, John, and, and Charlie alluded to this as well, maybe he will sell the Rays and get an MLS team in St. Pete and own the MLS soccer team saying that, we believe with the shift in demographics and the younger crowd but isn't he a that ba- soccer will be more he's a huge po- baseball But he's a baseball guy. He but won- he's a business guy. He's a business it's guy. It's the dollar. He's the biggest fan of dollars right. than than sports. So I could see him doing that, saying that, you know, we're, we're getting 30- and 40-year-olds in downtown St. Pete now. They like soccer better than baseball. We're going to bring an MLS team and play at uh, the mm-hmm. Al Lang Stadium and refurbish that and – the Rays are going to Portland or Montreal right. or Vegas or whatever. Is that is that feasible in your mind, Brooklyn? Well, I think they're going to wind up in Montreal, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Before they ever get a stadium built or, or get the accommodation that they want to look forward to. That makes the best sense for Sternberg because they, he gets up there, then he gets the Mets. Uh, I don't think he'll keep the, uh, the Rays if they move to, to Montreal. But Vegas, uh, one of my good friends heard a rumor that Vegas is up on the radar now that they're not building the Tampa site. And as I mentioned, Portland just built a, or got approval to build a state a baseball stadium in the industrial park. Uh, you know, there are a couple areas that, you know, San Antonio could use a baseball team. Charlotte could use a baseball team. I just find it interesting Montreal lost their team because of bad attendance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet now. But like St. Petersburg, their population is a lot different yeah. now than it was when when the Montreal Expos were there. So that could be changing there, too. Mm-hmm. But and not only that, but Toronto has won a couple of World Series, and that's going to help. So they can, at least if you're a citizen of Canada, 
you can say, well, we have the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. And well, we- but the, but Toronto won those World Series when when Montreal had the team. But yeah, yeah, that that's the international flavor. I think can happen. You mentioned earlier you think it'd be easier for baseball to expand to the Far East, easier than uh, and NFL going to Europe. I don't know that that. I, I don't know. I agree with that because you have so many games that have to be played. You're almost taking a chunk of games over there a month at a time, and the travel. And would it just be West Coast teams? How do how do you? I think the travel logistics would make it a lot more difficult. It it, it they'd be both difficult. Yeah, but, but it's it'd be difficult well, for game, the NFL two too. Two games a year. I mean, sixteen games back and forth. One team making one trip. I don't know. Maybe you could work it but out. But the team that is there yeah. is making eight trips to get yeah. to. Uh, yeah. Back to the U.S. To I don't play, think it's so. feasible at all, personally. Now, I think that's a waste talk of time. about basketball. Okay? All, right. all right. I watched Toronto sleep through that game. They were sleeping on the bench, and you know it. Uh, I have to disagree with you, Brooklyn. They took the lead in the first period. They it's jumped out, and uh, Magic were down the entire first period. Yeah, but that made it look good. You know, then, then the home team come back with a roar and beats the best team in the game at, the, at this time. Hey, that sells tickets. Are you listening, Stu? I think he is. Okay. Uh, now. I don't think he's listening to our show. Mention about... He doesn't even own a house down here. <laughs> you guys did not mention about Mike McCarthy. Uh, you know, he is a former. Yeah, that's another name that has been bandied about. I just, for whatever reason, don't have confidence. It almost seems like McCarthy's best coaching days are behind him. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it just, the fact that it had gone – been going south the last couple of years. And he had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't know. There's something about that that, I, I mean, not not that it would be a terrible hire. He, he He's had a lot of success uh, throughout his career, but uh, I just think maybe we could do better. Super Bowl mm-hmm. winner, Jason. You can't take that away from him. And not only that, but they haven't had a decent uh, running back all year. Both of them got hurt. So it's it's just the same thing as you know and and you got one guy really to throw to Devonte Adams and that's it you know jason you just said you just said i think we could do better i think you got to look at that very closely how attractive is the tampa bay job i i have heard that it is not a much sought after job i don't know that you're going to get a front line NFL contender or someone that's available. Well, but but, but I, I I don't necessarily agree with that. We had uh, one of the very best offenses in terms of uh, yards per game in the NFL. The the big problem was the defense. So I think I think a, a coach could be looking at okay, you we've already got a lot of talent on offense. If we could just fix the defense, even make it a halfway decent defense, uh, we we could uh, we could be a playoff team. Well, think, the running back bothers me because everybody says how great Barber is. Mountain. No, he's not. No, no, he's, he's not great. He's but average. here's the pro- here's the solution: pay Dungy Gruden money, get him back on the field, and build the defense back up. <laughs> I mean, Gruden's getting ten million a year. I don't think Tony Vegas. Dungy has any interest. And in I don't that. think he does. Ten either. years. Ten years. He's going to get ten million a year. Yeah, I, I think I think the Bucks. The the the, the 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 key to the turning the Bucks around, I think, is is getting the defense back to playing well, and and also, like you say, the running game. We we got to establish a running game. I mean, I, I'm just so disgusted. We had one of the best drafts for running backs in recent years, and the guy we picked was an absolute bust. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Well, I mean, I, I just can't you, believe that. With trifecta, I got a trifecta going. You got to get rid of Cutter. You got to get rid of Winston, and you got to get rid of uh, Jason. Not I, you, Jason. The other Jason. I know. Yeah. No. I. I actually. I would agree with that. We're not getting rid of Jason. That's for uh, sure. No. Oh, good. No. <laughs> 
Brooklyn, give I me got, some scores. I, I got I got to get uh, moving along here. I got to make a pick for my, my late brother. Uh, I don't know if he ever played in a championship game because he was 16 years older than me. Uh, I got Notre Dame winning 42-38. God bless you, Timmy. All right. Uh, Alabama winning 42-26. And the Falcons winning 27-19. All right. Got you down. Happy New Year, uh, Brooklyn. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Right. Hey, oh, yeah, hey. Oh. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next year. Let's uh, talk next to Donald. Hello, Donald. You're on the home team. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. to you. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Very good, uh, yes. I, yep. That's, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate about the Rays, but uh, they, they, but Brooklyn might be right. They may not be staying here. Who knows? What's going to happen? Um, I, I don't see another stadium being built. You know, because it, it's not a bad location. I, mean, I want to talk really, to Gordy Zimmerman, too. Uh, we'll be talking to Gordy Zimmerman momentarily here, right, Yehudi, I know, uh, if you can give him a, a quick buzz. Because uh, he is a businessman, much like John is, uh, here in the Tampa Bay area. And I want to get his thoughts on uh, where he sees the lightning going. Or not or the, the race. lightning, but the race well, the, in that situation. The, 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 the whole thing is, is, is hey, did you justify spending the money on a new stadium when we really are, have doubts about this being a a baseball market. I think that's the bottom line. And as you say, uh, Donald, you know, the, as far as Tropicana Field is concerned, listen, it's a comfortable, nice place to watch baseball. You got air condition. You don't have to worry about the elements. There's, there's really nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, but it's, it's just that, um, you know, can it, can it bring people in for baseball? And thus far, it hasn't. One of the things. That I wanted to throw out there, okay? And and this may be what Stu Sternberg is thinking, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Which do you think would be more profitable 20 years from now or even 10 years from now, an MLS team in St. Pete or a Major League Baseball team in St. Pete? Uh, I would have to say an MLS team because it seems like soccer is trending up and baseball is trending Bingo. down. Bingo. Exactly. John, what do you think? I, I don't agree um, because it, Sternberg was smart enough, or whoever signed the lead, when he got, bought the team, he negotiated profits off the redevelopment of the Rays in St. Petersburg. Whether it's at uh, the track, or as long as it's in St. Pete, he's going to get uh, money, profits off the development of that area. Mm-hmm. So I think if they keep baseball there, he's making profit there. Again, it goes back to they built, they put a good team on the field. I just see but people are not showing up. What more throngs of fans coming to the MLS and St. Right, Pete? I understand, right. but if I'm getting fifteen thousand fans like I am right now, and I'm still making fifty million dollars a year on the baseball team, and I'm making development money, I think that's more profitable. Hey, Donald, can you hang on? We got Gordy Zimmerman, and I know he's got a game. He's got to do at noon. So yeah. I, I, hold on, Donald, and uh, let's bring Gordy in here. <clears throat> Gordy, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this, and I don't know how much of it you heard, but we've been discussing what will become of the Rays now that the stadium issue in Tampa is dead. Will they build a stadium in St. Pete? Will they go for an MLS team at the Al Lang facility in St. Pete? Uh, which would be more profitable for Stu Sternberg, an MLS team versus a Major League Baseball team? Uh, as a businessman, I know you're very close to the to the ground as far as uh, business rumblings in the Tampa Bay area. What are you hearing? What do you think might happen? Wow. Well, 
I, I actually hadn't heard the latest that the stadium was a done like a dead deal, but uh, you know, I, I think Paul, uh, I think the baseball has a future. I do think that I, I wouldn't give up on America's sport. You know, I think that we have to have the right stadium in the right location. And I don't think it's St. Pete, but uh, you know, I just uh, in, in previous conversations with some other business leaders, I, you know, that, that area just is a difficult area for the, the population of Tampa to get to in a timely manner. I mean, mm-hmm. most places like our building, we looked at 30-minute drive times for people. So if you're over that, you, you got a problem, I think. But, Gordy, when, when the, Jason said it numerous times on the show, when the Lightning were playing in the quote-unquote Thunderdome, they were drawing twenty and 25,000, 24,000 fans a game to watch a hockey mm-hmm. game in a baseball stadium for in St. Petersburg, Florida, you know, so yeah, they were, but do you remember how many tickets they were giving away back then? No, I don't. Good point. Yeah. Touche. They, they gave away a lot of tickets. And then when I think when Davidson took over, they stopped giving out tickets on mm-hmm. a, you know, random basis. That is then, a good point, but they still drove right. there. They still went to right. the game. I mean, uh, the lightning, we, we talked about Johnny Pham's comments about Tampa, not having a baseball fan base. The Lightning have a fan base of probably twenty to twenty-five thousand people. That the season yeah. t- ticket totals is over fifteen thousand, and then you right. look at the fans that come in and buy season tickets or buy one-game tickets. They have a much bigger fan base than the Rays do with a smaller arena. Yeah, you know the other thing that the Lightning were very good at back then was the marketing. Like they were the ones that originated the whole theme park atmosphere. You know like fan zone and they had the tent and they had yeah, all, all the ga- the games and things, you know, behind the scenes at the, at those, right. I remember that. Yeah. That was quite something. Yeah, And then kind of the rest of the league sort of took off from that, you know, with that type of marketing. And I, I think that was a big deal for the lightning. Plus, you know, you had a lot of Canadians down here that were transplanted and, you know, the, the retirees and they were going to the game and it was, it was a great thing. I, I loved going over there. That, that's uh you know, if they could have that kind of an attraction, then maybe it could work in baseball. But, you know, they got to have a winning team, too. Yeah. Well, they have had a winning team. They, I mean, they've not championships, but they, they've been very competitive and they've won games. more than they lost. So they've been over right. 500. Gordy, what's going on? I know we're in between Christmas yeah. and New Year's now, but what's going on out at uh, Florida Hospital, soon to be Advent Health yeah. Center Ice? Right, yeah, it, it's exciting here right now. We've been, uh, you know, the public skate sessions have been phenomenal, and we're doing uh, boat rides at 4.15 on the weekends, and it's kind of like a sled ride we do uh, mm. with the kids. You know, they can go around, the, get pulled around on the Zamboni, you know, with a in a little lifeboat. So it's John, cool. there, we just found something for John that, uh, <laughs> you know, he didn't want to put the skates on, but I think that would work. Boat, now, I'm going to yeah. get one of them little dolphin things, or what do you call them? The, the, <laughs> the penguins. The penguins. The penguins. Yeah, you know, we had Vinny LeCavier's family was out here public skating, and his kids took the boat ride. They had a great time, so it, it was good seeing him out here having fun. And, um, you know, we've uh, the biggest thing we've got going on is right at the start of this year, on January 4th week, we have our Learn to Skate program doing registrations right now. Uh, we have, you know, we had a great uh, holiday show that they put on, and, um, you know, we had like 600 fans came mm. out for that to watch. So the, the Learn to Skate's a big push right now, and, uh, you know, the World Championship figure skating's coming up, so we got a lot of good high-level figure skaters practicing. And then we have our rec league that starts up in that first week as well, which we, we're still looking for a few players and uh, 
in each age group, but uh, our league grew. There you go, Paul. So there you go. You're... I'll put my Louis Domingue jersey on and, uh, and and take part in that, yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah. uh, just a little inside joke. Uh, someone challenged me, uh, uh, Gordy. They said yeah. that uh, if Andre Vasilevsky wins the Stanley Cup for the Tampa Bay Lightning, that I uh, have to wear an Andre Vasilevsky jersey uh, in the parade uh, <laughs> if they do it. And I came back and I said, okay, I'll do that as long as this texter, uh, if they don't win the Stanley Cup, buys a Louis Domingue jersey to wear on opening night next year. So, you know, <laughs> well, turnabout hey, is I fair remember, play. I remember the last time we were on, we were talking about, uh, you know, if uh, Vasilevsky could come back right away in that first game. And boy, did he ever come back. Mm. That was the night against Toronto that he faced, yeah. uh, what, 48 shots or something like that, I think. Yeah, 49 yeah. shots and stopped, what, 47 of them? Or, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game. Well, we really appreciate all that you've done for us in 2018, Gordy, and we look forward to working with you in 2019 as well. And uh, we love coming out there. Whenever you can have us out, we love having you out there or being out there. We'll uh, we'll have you guys back out. Um, We've got a lot of tournaments coming up. I mean, our tournament schedule and, and, uh, you know, all the way through to the end of May is just packed. We, We have so many good people that are working in the hockey department, and they're doing a fabulous job too, so... Uh, we're real excited about that. We've got everything from the disabled games, uh, the adult nationals. We've got uh, the My Hockey group coming in again. We've got the uh, legacy global legacy group coming in for a girls tournament. So very exciting times. And we got the, the new Sunshine State um, figure skating and uh, rejuvenated. Now we uh, we're kicking off the hockey for the kids for Sunshine State games. Outstanding. May. Outstanding. Well, yep. we're looking forward to being out there, and hopefully the Lightning are still playing at the end of May. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. we'll uh, be able to talk a lot of hockey all the way through June. But, uh, Gordy, well, thank uh, Definitely, guys. Have a great New Year. You too. You too Thanks thank so you. much. We appreciate it. We're going to at the uh, take the top of the hour break, and then we'll come back and finish up with Donald. Thank you for your patience, Donald. Anthony and Calvin is uh, ready to awesome. tell us All what right. we're doing wrong. Eat my wing. Yep, and uh, he'll be uh, joining us as well. 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. You have questions. We have answers. AM860, the answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Clearly conservative. AM860, the answer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump and Democrats continue to blame one another for the ongoing government shutdown. The Democrats continue to refuse to budge at all, saying they will not provide any money for the president's promised border wall. The president seeking $1.6 billion in funding, or he says the partial government shutdown could go on and on. The sheriff leading the investigation into the killing of a California police officer took aim at so-called sanctuary laws that limit cooperation with U.S. immigration authorities. The Stanislaw County Sheriff Adam Christensen says the suspect was in the country illegally. Gustavo Perez Ariaga, 33 years old, uh, again, was arrested earlier today during the execution of a search warrant. Uh, he was found at a residence in the Bakersfield, Kern County area. And police say that the suspect's brother and co-worker have also been arrested for misleading investigators. This is SRN News. 
If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe have been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341 and MLS number 166075. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at V-E-R-M-O-S-T dot com. It's time for The Home Team on AM860, The Answer. The Home Team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit PapaandGuype.com by Florida Hospital Center ICE off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. By Shoot Straight with locations on both sides of the bay. By Vermost Insurance. By Mahoney's Auto Repair. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. By the Positive Coaching Alliance. By Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurants. And by AmeriFirst Mortgage. And now... Here he is, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic, and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. Welcome to hour number two of the home team on AM860, The Answer. And, uh, John, uh, you see what Jason got me for Christmas. It's a book of one-liners. Okay. And, uh, you know, you're all, get, Jason's get him, always saying, get the get tomatoes some better, ready. Some better jokes. Uh, and, you know, uh, I got to get them working at that. And I, and I just opened up a random uh, page here, and I, and I found one pretty good here. When you go to court, you're putting yourself in the hands of 12 people who weren't smart enough to get out of jury duty. <laughs> and speaking of which, I, I, I've got that coming up soon. Oh, summoned, so. have you figured a way to get out of? Oh, I can't do it. I already did it the, the last time. This oh. is the second time. So I've you been... may be one of the people uh, well, you're putting I, well, their fate in. Then. Well, I, yeah, maybe they could be. Because it was during the holidays last time. I figured we, we'd be too busy at work. But now I will no tell you, this time. if you're interested, Jason, I'll tell you a surefire way off the air. Uh-huh. Of getting out of it, okay. But I'll I'll save that until the right. till the break. Congratulations, by the way, on your new phone. Oh, uh, thank Jason you. has moved into the twentieth century, not the twenty yeah. first, but the twentieth century. Well, my mom got me one, and, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm not, the, but uh, I'm not going to be obsessed with it, or you know, I I just. Uh, well, I appreciate the elaborate text that, that was you the just first sent text me. I've ever sent. Well, I'm honored. I'm uh, honored to be your first ever uh, text, and yeah. uh, <laughs> his his text was. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Good Hi right. to you as well. <laughs> there you go. What was that? A weak bell there. All right. <laughs> 
Let's let Donald finish up because we we jumped over to Gordy Zimmerman. Donald, go ahead, uh, finish up your thoughts. I feel what I was talking about because I, I just love all the stuff going on. But uh, you know, with, with the Lightning, yeah, I think they will be playing in, in May. I, I think they might. Uh, they definitely should go to the Stanley Cup. They may not win it, but I think they've got a great shot at it. I mean, they are a great team, and I think any team that they're going to play seven games, they're, they're, they're going to get them. Well, you know, they have been called by some national hockey experts, not the local, but some national hockey experts, the Harlem Globetrotters of hockey. And when you look at some of their passing on offense, it is just incredible how sharp these guys can mm-hmm. move the puck and move it around. Uh, it, it's got to be a nightmare for an opposing goaltender when you're looking left and all of a sudden it's right coming at you yeah. at 80 to 100 miles an well, hour. T- uh, the, the, the pass Martell made the other night, uh, you know, just shot it behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Kalorn or Palat scored. <clears throat> but here's a question, Donald, and, and Paul, too. If it comes up to the trading deadline in February, what 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 do we look for? Draft picks. Okay. That's so about maybe, all you need. I uh, think we need somebody like uh, uh, Braden Coburn or Sergeyev. Sergeyev. Mikhail Sergeyev. Sergeyev. He's a big boy, but he doesn't fight that much. Mm-hmm. I think we need one more reasonably tough guy like Paquette. Yeah, I've heard that mentioned, but do you want additional penalties? Because with the fighting comes roughing I, and, well, and I've said, I fighting and We and may all not that. be, not just to go out, but to to back our guys up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not to get the additional penalties. Washington's a big team. New Jersey's a big team. Anaheim's a big team. I think we, in a seven-game series, that's what happened to Washington. They just beat us down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, good point. Anthony, or, uh, Donald, give us your scores, uh, starting with Notre Dame and Clemson. I'm going to go Clemson 31, Notre Dame 27. 31-27 Clemson, and then Alabama-Oklahoma. Alabama, we're going to go 34, Oklahoma 28. All right, and then the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow. Uh, Falcons 31, Bucks 14. 31 to 14, and we say goodbye yeah. to the 2018 season. Good riddance, dude. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel good riddance as well. Donald, always appreciate it. Have a happy new year, and I hope you can join us a few times. Yes, absolutely. You guys take care. Happy new year. Stay safe out there. Thanks, Donald. Happy All right. Year. Appreciate that. Uh, Anthony is up next. Uh, hello, Anthony. You're on the home team. Hey, good day, guys. And, uh, good day. Ready for getting rid of the old and entering into the new. Uh, having that said, about two and a half years ago, Paul, you made a comment, and I think it rings true to today, uh, concerning the Rays. The fans will be coming in beginning the season opener, and then if they're doing pretty well, maybe at the tail end of the final game of the season. Other than that, I say, uh, and John, you said 15000 I'd say it's a, it's a steady, loyal base of 10,000 and no more. I, I think it, it, it doesn't grow any longer, any further than that, regardless of where they move. Because if they can't sacrifice, and if they claim to be uh, uh, big Rays fans and they get the, 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 the TV cameras focused in on them on those opening day, and then they don't show up on, on the regular uh, uh, inner in games uh, of the season, then that tells me that they're not willing to sacrifice to, to support the team. Whereas with the, the Lightning, 
Uh, well, I wasn't a Lightning fan back then, but I was attending several of their, their early games. Everything I heard and read about Solo Esposito, the guy is visionary. Uh, he put his heart and soul into everything. He went into everything. He pursued every uh, venue to try uh, to get the, the team uh, noticed and, uh, and to keep it uh, alive and well in the, in the eyes and ears of, of, the, of, the, of the Bay Area. And we had uh, we had uh, TV sports guys uh, who were on board with the local teams. Uh, uh, Jason remembers Andy Hardy. You can't, you know, Absolutely. Uh, Colin Coward, uh back then was uh, the, the young guy, uh, Chip Carter. These guys were on board with the local teams. Nowadays, uh, a, a station or whatever can give away tickets, but it's just not the same thing. They can't, concerning the Rays, it just wasn't the same thing. When, when you have local sports radio guys battering and, and smashing Joe Madden, at every opportunity they could, it, it, it was ugly. It was an ugly scene. It was an ugly thing to hear. And that, that, I think that disappointed a lot of fans. And I think that had a major detriment as far as attendance is concerned to the Rays games. Well, I think so, uh, it, two, two things on that. One, um, I think the fan base is actually less than 10,000. It's, okay. it's probably only about six or 7,000, and you count that as season ticket holders. But – when you look at where newspapers have gone today, the columnists and the people that had the influence over the people they would write, mm-hmm. newspapers have gone by the wayside. Tom McEwen. Yeah, Tom and, McEwen. Uh-huh. I don't listen to a podcast of, mm-hmm. of Tom, Rick Stroud. Or I don't I don't want to hear what they have to say. You know, uh, oh, pop up a podcast. Uh, you know, it's, Why is that? Why what, do you not, are you not interested just, in what they I'm have I'm just to not say. interested in what they have. I mean, if I read a column in the paper, you know, I'll scan it to see if it's something I want to do. To, to go but did you read Hubert Mizell? Did you read Tom McEwen when they had their columns? Back in, in the, the day, mm-hmm. yes. If it was interesting, I would read it. But the podcast, everybody's got a podcast now. Who, who do you listen to? And because there's so much volume of information, I don't think it has the impact of mm. here's an article in the paper, it's there, and we're going to read it. And mm-hmm. that's what most people are getting their stuff from. Now, people aren't even reading the paper they're not they're not getting their news online for example uh, the press box in in at the uh, Amelie Arena is still named the Tom McEwen press box it was named after him i remember Hubert when hubert mizell had yeah. a huge influence on the tampa bay Mrs. area mr McEwen still has seats in the chase club sure. mm-hmm. she's there uh, every game I'm there, she's there. I think she's well, there every game. McEwen's a very dear family friend. Yeah, we, we were actually there when when they named it after him, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, they honor Tom McEwen. But so. now your your writers are moving on to dot-coms and various other yep. facilities because the newspapers are, are going away, and it's uh, just a changing of, the, changing of the guard, if you will, changing of time. Right. So. All right. Anything else, Anthony? Give me your scores. Are you there? Did Hello. we lose? Hello, Anthony. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me go with Oklahoma uh, over Alabama. I'm going to go 42-25 uh, Oklahoma. Okay. How about Notre Dame-Clemson? And Notre Dame, I'm going to go Clemson uh, 52 and uh, Notre Dame uh, 45. Wow. Barn burner there. And then the Bucks and the Falcons. Uh, low score, uh, 2017 Tampa Bay over the Falcons, and let me let me say a final thing here. Uh, last night's uh, Thursday night's game at the at the arena, uh, I thought I was watching uh, Swan Lake. Uh, if it wasn't for several terrorist locations that were making a, a ruckus for our teams and maybe some other fans 
uh, spread out. But uh, we need to get the noise in that arena, especially when it was a flyer. So I hope uh, tonight uh, we get uh, get loud and then show uh, some of these guys that we're, we're in the stands and we're not, we're not half asleep there. So uh, let's go Bolts, man. All right. Appreciate that, Anthony. Hey, Thanks guys. so much. Judy, what did you have to say? Um, we have a call on the line, and I didn't put the name on it. I'm just going to put it on for a second, and then I'm going to explain to you after, okay? All right. Okay. Right now it says, look at me, so I know. Go ahead. Hello? Don't talk. You hear that in the background? Do you remember what that's from? Ah, it sounds like Tony. Okay, thank you. Um, hold on. Thank you so much. We'll talk later. Okay, all well, right. unfortunately, that was Tony's sister. Tony passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry sorry to hear that. And she didn't want to get on the line. She wanted to play his music. She's looking at one of his videos. She wanted to call on behalf of him. This is the last week of the Bucks, and she wanted to give his score as he would all the time. So (laughs) she wants to go with Alabama 28-23, Clemson 28-23, and Falcons 28-23. May Tony rest in peace. Rest in peace. Tony. All right. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, memorial pick Dad, yes. for uh, for Tony. And the reason that, that – and I appreciate you, Hootie, researching it. I had mentioned that we hadn't – and as you guys know, we haven't heard from Tony in, right. in uh, quite a while. And I had lost his phone number, and I didn't have a way to contact him. And I'm glad that the Hootie did that. But uh, I'm sure we all are very sad to hear that. That's sad news, uh, yes. We've had a number of callers over the years that are no longer with us. Uh, We could probably put together a pretty good list of callers that uh, are no longer with us. But uh, may he rest in peace, and uh, we will absolutely put him in that 28-23. And if any of those scores come out to be the winner, we'll send the uh, prizes to Tony's family, and they can uh, enjoy them in in his honor. So uh, thank you, Yehudi, for uh, for doing that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with our high school athlete of the week. Calvin will join us as well. We do have some room on the phone lines now at 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The Answer. Find us online at theanswertampa.com. Greetings. I'm Bob Canigliaro with Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants. You know, Mark Twain wrote a profound statement that reads... The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you figure out why. I love that quote because here at Casper's, I'm surrounded by McFamily members who have figured it out. At every station of responsibility under our arches, we are here to serve you. Be it hot and delicious world-famous fries, a sparkling, clean, newly remodeled restaurant, or a fast and efficient drive through experience. Our mission is to deliver beyond your expectations. All of our systems are designed and constantly refined with one objective, to better serve you. So the next time that big smile greets you or your delicious meal is handed to you before your wheels stop turning, remember, we're not only serving you, we are serving our why. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. 
visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E dot com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Since 1989, LRE Ground Services has been the industry leader in foundation repair, concrete leveling, and foundation stabilization for residential and commercial properties. I've used them at my home. LRE is also fully trained and licensed to handle all of your concrete needs. Concrete repair, removal and replacement, pouring new slabs, and even installing brick pavers for a more aesthetically pleasing look. LRE will put your mind at ease. 800-580-0229. 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter for a free no-obligation estimate. LREGSI.com. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church, online at JustTryGrace.com. What would you say to someone who maybe has been in church and has gotten away from church and hasn't been in a long time and were thinking about going back, but they just haven't really made that commitment? This is the perfect way to just try it. Yeah, it is. It's a great question. You know, I just like to say to them, God's not mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants you to come home and and maybe you've been turned off by church. Well, our church is definitely different. It's not your traditional way of looking at church. So I, I say the same thing. Just try it one time. I think you'll like it. You know, whether you're young or old or somewhere in the middle, uh, you'll fit in there because there's people of all age groups and all kinds of different denominations. There. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of diversity in age and, and, mm-hmm. and, and ethnicity, and it just it's an exciting place to uh, come. In fact, when we get to heaven, you're going to see every color represented, Amen. and that's the way the <laughs> church should be. Grace Family Church. Just try it. JustTryGrace.com. Welcome back to the home team on AM860, The Answer, and... Uh, we, as you heard, just uh, received the sad news uh, from Tony's mom. Tony, a longtime caller to the program, and uh, we were a little worried because we hadn't heard from Tony in the better part of over a month, actually, and he wasn't at the Christmas party that we had out at Alessi Bakery, uh, and we were a little concerned, and uh, Yehudi was able to hook up with uh, Tony's mom, and I uh, got the sad news that uh, Tony had passed away back on December the 20th, and we were just talking about uh, during the break here that you look back at Jim, the baseball guy that called in, and uh, Charlie, the plumber, another one. And, Dr. Uh, Frank. Dr. Frank. So many listeners, that regular participants in the program that uh, are no longer with us. And, you know, life is so uh, – tomorrow isn't promised to anybody. Right. No matter how old or young you are, how healthy or unhealthy you are. And uh, – I would just say when you listen to uh, Pastor Craig at at Grace Church, uh, and and we're going to be doing some other things with Grace Church in the future, uh, make sure that your future is solidified. Uh, tomorrow, again, is not promised to anybody. So. You know, I, uh, uh, interesting, and, and I know Jason knows this individual. I, I spent some time with um, uh, Mayor Dick Greco, who's in the hospital right now, and mm-hmm. uh, in his 80s, and uh, we sat there for an hour talking, and one of the things that came out of that, and I think we all should do it, is take inventory of where you're at. Who yeah. are your friends? What do you have? How blessed have you been? What's Absolutely. going on? So Absolutely. I think that may be my theme for next year, take inventory. Yeah, that's very well put, very well put. 
Before we get back to the phone lines, and they're totally filled up, and Calvin's going to be with us first, but I want to quickly mention uh, our High School Athlete of the Week, our Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurants High School Athlete of the Week. And this year, it is, this week rather, it is Ezekiel Faulkner, uh, who is a finalist for the Positive Coaching Alliance uh, Triple Impact Competitor Scholarship Award. His favorite personal sports memory is one of his games when he took a corner kick. He's a soccer player at uh, South Lake High School. Took a corner kick, and the ball was played back to him. He shot it to the top right corner of the goal and scored. And uh, his coach uh, said that Ezekiel is one of the hardest-working student-athletes that he's ever worked with, starting with that uh, Ezekiel uh, never takes a day off and leads by example at times. And Ezekiel shared with us his thoughts on moving on beyond high school. My athletic experience will help me achieve my goals in college because it's just you got to be strong and keep that leadership in mind whenever you do anything and always strive to do the best. And uh, some things about Ezekiel, his favorite sports team is Liverpool, uh, the soccer team uh, in in England. Uh, This caught my attention. Favorite pizza topping, pepperoni and bacon. Oh, you man. cannot like go wrong with a pepperoni I, and bacon I pizza. I like the kid already. I do, too. Let's add some anchovies on there. Oh, Jason. Uh, Jason. 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 No, no, no. They're well, very good. When you are the athlete. Oh, thank you. Thank on. you. When you're athlete of the week, you can pick your favorite. But right now, oh. anchovies is not it. Oh, it oh. is. They're very oh. good. Well, congratulations to uh, – uh, our high school athlete of the week, Ezekiel Faulkner. His favorite sports inspirational quote, by the way, comes from Muhammad Ali. Jason, ah. I hated every minute of training, but I said I don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. There you go. From uh, Muhammad yep. Ali. Much better than anchovies on a pizza. Hmm. Hmm. So congratulations to Ezekiel Faulkner of South Lake High School. Soccer player, our high school athlete of the week. If you want to find out more about the Positive Coaching Alliance, Mr. Bill Carl will tell you. Join our team by donating to Positive Coaching Alliance. Just go to keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. That's keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. And by the way, congratulations to Bill Carl. He and his wife, Missy, are celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary. Very happy for him, and he's enjoying some time out of town with his wife. Without the kids. I saw on Facebook somebody asked, because Bill is a great dad, and he does everything with his son and his daughter. And uh, he actually took a trip with his wife without the kids, and I was shocked at that because you can't pry Bill Carl away from his kids without a, with a crowbar. They're always right with him. And, uh, and I know he's probably missing those kids, but he'll uh, spend some quality time with his wife, and we wish him uh, all the best. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, we have Calvin with us next. Hello, Calvin. You're on the home team. How you guys doing? Good, thank Good, Calvin. you. First of all, just to make John feel better, I think those sports writers that have podcasts, they're not really interested in what John has to say either. Probably true. Probably not. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. I'd say that's accurate. Okay. I just wanted to, yeah. you know, they're not going to call in, so I just want to, you know, defend them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've had people tell me, I didn't know who you were, and I'd say back to them, well, that's okay. I didn't know who you were either. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of fair trade there. You're uh, one for one thus far, Calvin. Go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with secondly, you. Secondly, you guys are talking about the wrong hardball. 
Oh, for Joe, you want John? Well, the only oh, thing the, is the one who's the one who's more likely to come is John, not Jim. Well, John. but with the way Baltimore is going now, they're not going to fire John. John, no, he's going to leave. Oh, you mean like there's even been there's even been talk the Bucks will trade for him. Well, oh, well, maybe like they did with John. That Gruden. could be. Now that's yeah. a possibility. You Calvin, you're on a roll, two for two. So you got the wrong hardball. Mm-hmm. And and as far as Tommy Pham goes, the Rays aren't saying anything for two reasons. One is that the team wants to leave, so you can't criticize criticize you know the fan base when the team wants to leave. Two is that they haven't got rid of Kevin Kiermaier yet, and I think they're still trying. So Tommy Pham would be, and, and the guy that they got from the Pittsburgh trade would be the most logical replacement at center field. So if you dump Tommy Pham, then you basically mm-hmm. say, oh, I guess we're stuck with Kiermaier and his high salary and his 199 batting average for another season. This is an historic day. I don't think it's ever happened in the history of the home team that I have agreed with all of Calvin's points. Wow. Uh, it's historic. I'm I mean, speechless. I'm just going to sit over here. Write, write this down. December 29th, 2018, the first time it's ever happened. And, Jason, would you agree with all of his comments as yeah. well? Yeah, no, very true. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Calvin. Okay. I didn't think um, it would ever happen. And uh, responding to John's comments about the fan base, it's anyone who's interested in the team, it's that's part of the fan base. Uh, you know, I was listening. I, I wish I could go on before Anthony because I would like to hear him, you know, talk about my wishy-washy presents I got because I ended up getting two hats from baseball teams. I got a Blue Jay and a Marlin, so that makes me wishy-washy. And I didn't get any other pro sports, but I got uh, five college hats, maybe six. I got Colgate, Coastal Carolina, Butler, Portland State, and I got a couple of Boise State, so I might have missed the team somewhere. Are you a hat guy? You like you collect hats? Yes, but I'm also a fan of all those teams. Okay, awesome. that makes me wishy washy. That's did, why I wanted to get in before Anthony. Did you he get them for Christmas, upset. or were they gifts to you, or did you go out and buy them? No, I I, the, I got them for the holiday uh, season. Okay, the holiday. We right. had. Okay, not Christmas, but the holiday. Right. Okay. All right. Because Christmas is pagan, and I don't. I understand. I don't do Calvin, would you like to get into the contest since you've been uh, doing so well that, today? Well, one of them, yes. Um, Which one? I have to disagree with you on a couple things. One, Saturday is also the day for college basketball. And, yeah, in and, and, and their and again, season. If you're not, obviously your audience is not a basketball audience because you're not, and you kind of shape the audience that you get on your show. No. But no, I can't agree with that. Unless you're a Notre Dame fan or the fan of the other three teams, I think these two games are very uninteresting because they're not they're not going to be close games. So if you're not a fan of one of those teams. They might not be. And you have other things that you can watch, college basketball. You know, I find Butler, Florida much more interesting than either of those two so are you seeing are you saying calvin now are you davidson fan i'm interested in that game are you predicting two blowouts today in in the semifinals home team sports so where's where's florida butler or florida michigan this is supposed to be home team sports notre dame oklahoma alabama and clemson are not oh because those are the two marquee games of the day yeah in your opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the national championship semifinals. <laughs> uh, they don't get it's more Paul, marquee than that Paul's other than, the, it can be well, than the national championship. With all these bowl games so far, there's only I think there's only been five or six 
decided by eight points or less. There have been too many bowl games. There's so no question about you that. you have these games that, means that, that have playoff implications doesn't mean they're meaningful. Yeah. All right. Do you want to get in the contest, Calvin, or not? Because Alabama, if they want to. Last time. Be, last chance. Army's record. And I think Alabama wants to. So I'm going to say, because Army got 70 and somebody else got 70 a few years ago, Alabama would beat that record. Alabama would get 77 today. Right. Okay. And Oklahoma will get 10. Wow. Okay. And yeah. you don't care about the Notre Dame Clemson or the Bucks and the Falcons? Well, I'll, well i got to take John's favorite team, NFL team, the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. I am a Falcons fan, wishy-washy because I like other teams. I'm going to go with a relatively close game, uh, Falcons 56, Bucks 17. All right. We'll and Clemson 35 nothing against Notre Dame. All right. Wow. Well, you got in all three contests. So and, you got like buying a lottery Butler, ticket, you got a chance. And, and bonus score, Butler 76, Florida 70. All right. And Michigan 42, Gators 3. Okay. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, Calvin. You did pretty good today. Happy New nice Year. Count. All right. Let's uh, continue along, or do we need a break? We need a break. Then we'll come back with Sammy and Bill. Uh, Calvin's line has just opened up, 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. Honest Mahoney's. That's what people have been calling LZ Mahoney for more than 35 years. Honest LZ Mahoney. The name really says it all. Mahoney's Auto Repair is a place you can trust. In fact, it was some of his loyal customers that came up with the name. Generations of people who've been taking their cars to 4040 54th Avenue North for three and a half decades. Do you need some work done on your car? If his loyal customers call him Honest Mahoney's, that should tell you something right there. The next time you need work done on your car, take it to my friend LZ Mahoney's. He's been a part of the home team for nearly 20 years. Mahoney's Auto Repair. Or just remember Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. A place that people have called home for more than 35 years. Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. Paul Porter here with Pastor Craig from Grace Family Church. And uh, Pastor, uh, let me first say that it's an honor to have you here. It's taken a church like Grace to get me to endorse a church on the program. Wow, I'm honored to hear that. And it's good to be here, Paul. Well, it's good to have you here. And one of the things that I like is at Grace, you talk about things that are really timely for today's world. Well, you know, everyone needs help for everyday life and everyday problems. And the Bible is full of everyday answers uh, for those mm-hmm. problems. And we, we keep it simple. We even provide an outline because a lot of people like me didn't have a Bible background. So all the scriptures are right there so people can fall right along with the message, whether you've known anything about God for one year or 40 years. You know, you know we realize that a lot of people just want to know, how do I fix it? They know it's broke, but how do mm-hmm. I fix my marriage, fix my children, my life? And, and we really believe God has some practical answers for us. Well, again, thanks, Pastor Craig. We look forward to having you on the program real soon to talk for a whole couple of hours about sports. Grace Family Church. Just try it. Just try grace.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. 
Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. It's the most wonderful time. That is my favorite Christmas carol. I love hearing that song, especially in the mall parking lots. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good, so, good song from sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. And I found something in the book, Jason, that uh-huh. you gave me that uh, uh, it will be very appropriate in about a month or less uh, when all the Christmas bills right. start coming in. The bank says that this is my final notice. Isn't it fantastic that they're not going to bother me anymore? Yeah. So, <laughs> Hey, Paul, I got, I got a Christmas riddle for you. What is that? In one of the songs, it says... Five and ten. Do you remember what a five and ten is? It's a dime store. It's a a, a, a discounted store, you know, like Woolworths, Kresge's, and all them. That was the name I wanted because the song was actually made in New York, which the Woolworth building before used to be called mm-hmm. Five and Ten, and then Woolworth bought it over. And they asked uh, today's young people if they knew what a five and ten was, and they like, didn't nope. have a clue uh, <laughs> what a five and ten was. Yeah, take a look at the five and ten glistening yep, once again. again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you go back and listen to some Christmas carols, there's some phrases in there that many people have no clue what, what they mean, but they sing them over and over again because you're just so used to, to singing those. Absolutely. Uh, let's uh, get back to the phone lines. Uh, Sammy is with us. Hello, Sammy. You're on the home team. Hello, guys. Hey, Hi, Sammy. Sammy. Hey, Jason, my friend. How you doing, Sammy? Hey. I, I agree with you on everything. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> That's kind of dangerous. Like that. No, no, it's not. That, that makes me feel good, Sammy. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, my friend. A happy new year to you. Happy new year to you as well. Jason entered a new world this morning, uh, the world of texting, which, uh, and I was yeah. honored to be the first person to receive yeah. a text from Jason Alessi. Uh, but, well, uh, so well, John I'm the was first person that texted him. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So how about that? We got it covered. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My next friend is Paul. Well, thank you, Sammy. I, being second to Jason, that's okay. Oh uh, well. And I know yeah. you don't agree with everything I say because Jason doesn't I, agree with everything I say. Right. Well, it, makes, it makes for a better show than when we disagree. Pretty close. Pretty close, uh-huh. buddy. Oh, uh, I'll make it short and sweet. I got my... Uh, Your predictions? Yeah. All right. Let's start out with Notre Dame-Clemson. Uh, Clemson, 31. Notre Dame, 28. 31-28, favor of Clemson. And then how about Alabama-Oklahoma? Alabama, 40. Oklahoma, 35. All right. And finally, the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow. Oh, uh, the Falcons twenty-six, Bucks twenty. All right, 
26-20, favor the Falcons. Sammy, hope you have a happy new year, and uh, please join us in 2019. I will. Sure, nice talking to you, my friend. All right. Nice talking to you as well, Sammy. Appreciate it. Uh, Bill is with us next. Uh, Hello, Bill. You're on the home team. Well, I I thought uh, 5 and 10 were the terms uh, the uh, illegal players got when they got caught. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Good comeback there. Well, I'll tell you what. It's also uh, the Bucks record right now. Bill, yeah. you need to pick up a copy of this book that Jason got me. It's called Hilarious One-Liners, plus a hundreds of uh, jokes and laughs galore. And there's some good things in here. I I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'm just picking things out at random. Uh, here's a good one. John, listen to this one. This applies to both you and I and probably you too, Bill. Middle age is when you still believe you'll feel better in the morning. <laughs> so oh, we're beyond crazy. that yeah here's my here's my middle age when uh when you're on the ball field or the basketball court or volleyball court uh, your brain writes checks your body can't cash yeah oh. that's uh that's very well put as well yeah 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 the, the, there's some good lines in here and it's i think it's a lot of your humor too bill so uh um i i think you'd appreciate it. if you get a chance pick one up uh I realized that a few years ago when I was playing volleyball with some young kids and I dove for a ball and I was still six feet away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like that with the, was the, was Steven Sousa trying to make the diving yeah, catch. Yeah, similar to that. It was Except it well was. away from it. Here's one that will make you think a little bit. How do dead bugs get into those enclosed light fixtures? Mm. Whoa. <laughs> That's, Things you hear on sports. Yeah, shows. yeah, we, we should probably also, move also, on. Also a comedy show, too. So Bill, we'll we're turning the floor over to you. Go ahead. Well, you know, I look at the technology and the old regional games. Like, I can remember Florida, Florida State. That was big. Mm-hmm. But with technology, we have so many choices. Right. If one of those two clubs isn't strong or, very, you know, if they're not relatively equal in strength, you're going to pass on it. It's like we have so many options now that uh, you get a handful of great college football teams. And, and the reality is maybe five teams in this nation could win the national tournament. Very true. Very I mean, true. I'm not going to get Middlebury, Drew University, or, you know, the little schools really can't financially compete. Mm-hmm. And even the bigger schools, like Michigan, comes to mind right away. I mean, that's a school that draws 105,000 fans for every home game. They haven't really been in the thick of things in quite a while. No. And uh, you can look at some other schools. Penn State is another one out of the Big Ten. Uh, that has not been there. Uh, you, th- these schools that are very yeah. prolific schools, but yet you don't really count well, them I as mean, a chance b- b- to win a national. I mean, na- national titles is a different story. National titles is, is hard to do, and, and you know, all, all programs have ups and downs. Um, you know, but I, I mean, I'll look at a team like uh, UCF, who's not even giving being given an opportunity despite mm-hmm. going undefeated two consecutive years. Those are what I would consider fan bases, where you've got a hundred thousand people that show up for 
seven or eight games a year for mm-hmm. for them. Although you know, even you some of at, those are declining too. Huh? You, I understand. Yeah. I think it's sports are declining anywhere. You got your your, your uh, TV with replay and uh, popcorn at your house and your recliner and no line and, for the restroom. Bill says you got all these games you can watch. You know, yeah. some of these guys have two or three screens and you can watch yeah. several games. That's so, I'm, I'm going towards TV. No, I'm not. Or you go to a sports bar yeah. or a restaurant where you can watch twelve games at the same time. If you're led to do something like that, but, uh, but you know, you know, just to talk about Ohio State, Michigan, for just a second, because I'm a, a former attendee at the University of Michigan as a baseball player. As a baseball player, that's Impressive. correct. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, I always was interested in the Ohio State Michigan game back when I lived in Ohio, and even after I moved to Florida. And my wife watches it every year. She puts it on, and uh, and I said, you know, I'm losing interest in it because uh, Jason, you can probably answer this. I don't know the last time that Michigan beat Ohio State. It's been at least mm. ten years, yeah. I think, since they've won. And when one team wins every year. You start to lose interest yeah. in in, well, in the that contest. Well, it used to be the opposite for a while. It was it was Ohio State couldn't beat Michigan, and I remember that very well. Uh, you know, through mm-hmm. you know, there was some period of times there. John Cooper, when he was a coach at Ohio State, had a terrible record against Michigan. Uh, so I mean, it goes. I mean, it goes in uh, stretches. You know, uh, uh, some teams dominate sometimes. But I think what Bill is saying, you need that competitiveness. You need the the fact that more teams could win the championship to make the sport more interesting than than having the same handful of teams every year mm-hmm. both college football nba right. is another one that way thank thank goodness it hasn't happened in hockey as of yet right uh and the nfl it, it hasn't happened although the new england patriots are i think people are getting tired of seeing the new england yeah. patriots Except in the Super fans Bowl. of new england yeah yeah good points bill yeah. you want to get in our contest amen all right start off with clemson notre dame I like Notre Dame thirty-three thirty. Thirty-three to thirty, the Irish. I, that would be an upset, I think, mm-hmm. if, if they win. And uh, how about Alabama, Oklahoma? Well, they may arrest uh, Alabama for manslaughter after this. <laughs> I have it fifty twenty-six. Ooh. Alabama fifty five zero. Yeah, I think they're they going to do it to them. All right, and last but not least, and maybe it is least. Uh, the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow. Well, I like the Falcons, thirty-six to thirty. Thirty-six thirty, Atlanta wins it. All yeah. right, got yeah. you down. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate Amen. it. Always good to hear from you. Happy New Year, and look forward to hearing from you in twenty nineteen. Amen to that. All right, appreciate that. We're going to take a break, and then Don will join us on the other side. Or do we need a break now, or can we hit Don? We can we can get Don in here before oh, we man, hit our phone lines are our final up. break. They are. We haven't given the numbers out but one time. Yeah, it's been uh, not a whole lot, but uh, we've been uh, filled up with phone calls. Hello, Don. You're on the home team. Hey, Paul. Good afternoon and uh, happy New Year to everybody. To happy you New as Year. well. Um, with the last game coming up with the Bucks, um, do you foresee any big changes on the defense? Uh, I saw a story in the paper today about uh, McCoy. And, and how he may or may not be back next year, he's not sure. He said that, you know, there's no guarantees. But um, with John, with uh, Jason Pierre-Paul and with Vita Vey, do you think it would be a smart idea to keep him uh, back, uh, keep him for a few more years? You know, I, Jason, I think Gerald McCoy has kind of run his route in the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay area. I don't think he's worth the money that he's going to command. Right. Uh, not that he's not a good player. He is a good player. He's a but nice, nice guy, too. Nice guy as well. But I think 
Jason Pierre-Paul is more valuable to this team, and I think that uh, Vita Vea is more of the future. Well, of and, this the, team. and the other player they brought in later on, that Carl Nassib, did a lot of good things. He's done things a great as well. job. So, this yeah, year. I, I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, if, if the price is going to be too high, I think you, you move on from I Joe think it's money guaranteed, or if he signs, it's $15 million. It's the last year, it's an option year. Uh, they paid him over $150 million over his career. I think he's the reason Nassib and Pierre Paul are the players they are because he's still a quality force. I mean, he's been he's played through injuries. I think they I think this is a Dexter uh, uh, Rondé Barber or Derek Brooks kind of guy that you keep on. He's been a quality guy. He's been a captain of the team. Uh, you know, he's been a leader of the team. I think you keep him one more year. But if he can't afford to keep both Pierre Paul him. and they're getting him. rid of Deshaun Jackson. They they may get rid of. Uh, well, uh, okay, but there's another player we didn't mention. It was in the paper. They they better try to sign. It's Adam Humphreys. Mm-hmm. You do not want to lose Adam Humphreys, and he's he could gain uh, won a lot of money too. If it's between Adam Humphreys or McCoy, you better sign Adam Humphreys. You would take Adam Humphreys over Gerald McCoy. Adam Humphreys has been, mm-hmm. I think, our second best receiver next to, to Mike Evans. He's the guy you count on in the slot, you know, in the middle of the field. He makes the what you call the dirty, the gritty catches, mm-hmm. and he gets hit hard and holds on to the football. We cannot lose Adam Humphreys. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Don, do you want to get in our contest? Uh, absolutely. All right. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Uh, it'll be a uh, pretty convincing win, 35-22. to 22. Okay. Uh, Alabama, Oklahoma, going to be real close. Uh, I think Alabama will win 36-30. Uh, to 30. It's okay. going to be that close. And and tomorrow's game, Bucks 30, 31, rather. Bucks 31, Falcons 21. It's going to be a high-scoring game tomorrow, I believe. All right. Got you down. Happy New Year, Don, and we'll look forward to hearing from you in 2019. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Yehudi, one more. We got one more. Brian is our final caller of 2018. How, how does that? That's quite an honor there, Brian, yeah. uh, to be the final caller of 2018. And it's not like Mr. Irrelevant in the, the draft. No, not at, not at all. You're not irrelevant yeah, at all. all. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's nice, you know. I was trying to get in for a while, but I was online and I forgot. I was ah. like, I to try to call. And well, I was you, like, well, I'm with you with Humphreys. I have to say that. After that hit last week, he five minutes. His wife said he Oh, no, now his phone's dying out on the, <laughs> yeah. the final call. Well, of I hear you talking about Adam Humphreys, though. Yeah, yeah, Humphreys has been a tremendous player. And, uh, you he know, it so hard, it made me Yeah, and he held on to the football. He does a lot. And he, he does came down the ball, was on his knees, he got up, he went back to the huddle. Yep. He didn't call for somebody to come, none mm. of that. He was on his knees, like, dang, I know he was like, wow. He's a yeah. definite hard-nosed player. He got, he got popped. That's yep. as good of big of a but he, uh, he's a guy, you know, whether it's Jameis Winston or whoever the quarterback is going to be, Adam Humphreys, uh, you know, I mean, and, and as great as Evans is, uh, you know, Humphreys you can count on to make those, you do the dirty work. They kind of, they, they, Humphreys they, it, shows up every game. Yes, he does. Yes. I mean, you don't see him dropping balls. No. And, it, and he'll, he'll sacrifice his body to get the ball. Yeah. Because whoever hit him last week, that was, that was reminiscent of Ronnie Lott. Rodney Harrison, people like that. Sure. That's how hard he got hit. Brian, go ahead and give us your scores. We want to get you in the contest. Okay. Start out Notre Dame-Clemson. Clemson. All right. 
who's the other team? Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame. Okay. Well, there's let's some say, people in South Bend, Indiana, didn't appreciate that at all, Brian. If they're listening let's online. Say, let's say they get. Just put them in the game. Let's say it's thirty-five to twenty-eight. Thirty-five, twenty-eight. The other team gets twenty-eight points yeah. against Clemson, and uh, Alabama is playing Oklahoma. I gotta go with Bama. Okay, I didn't want you to leave and Oklahoma I, out. I, I'm gonna say uh, forty-two, twenty-eight. Forty-two to twenty-eight, and finally the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow. Hey, I've been losing all season, but I'm still <laughs> riding with the Bucks. All right, what's your score? Because I think it would be, even though the Falcons had a bad year too. They did. Um, let's say the Bucks. 24 and the Falcons 21. 24 to 21. All right. Brian, you have the honor of being the final caller of 2018. Yes. Thanks. All right. Good Good luck in the contest and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. All, All right. You. Very Thank good. Thank you, Brian. You, all right. Yudi, what do you say? Oh, he's, he's busy. People are trying to be the final caller. They're calling in. It's, but uh, we, we need to hit a break, and then we'll come back. We'll tell you what we think for the three games as well and maybe a few other tidbits as we wind down 2018 and turn the page to 2019. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer. If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe have been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church, online at JustTryGrace.com. Talk a little bit about some of your other pastors. You're the lead pastor there, but you have a very well-capable staff that, that supports you. Well, you know, any great organization needs a great staff. And I'm, I'm telling you, I think I, I picked a, a great draft. I think the Bucks could use me drafting <laughs> because I have some great pastors who really fill a lot of different roles at Grace Family Church. And it's more than one person. It's a great team. Now, you're a pastor of a five-campus church that 10,000-plus people worship each week. But for our listeners, you're also a sports fan. I love and sports. And you're, you're a big sports guy. I know you're Bucks, Lightning, Rays, you follow them all. All the way, man. I'm a, I love sports. I think sports, actually, you learn a lot of great principles through sports. And I think that kind of, a lot of it ties right back into the Bible. I think Jesus would probably be an all-star quarterback for the Gators. <laughs> there you go. Grace Family Church. Just try it. JustTryGrace.com. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Your number one home team fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Vermost Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit the Vermost Insurance Agency in Tampa Bay today 
at vermost.com. That's vermost.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta, sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com or better yet, visit in person. 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. Our final Christmas song of the home team uh, for 2018. But thanks to everybody. And I uh, don't want to end on a sad note, but I do want to pass along in case you uh, may have missed it. Uh, Tony, our longtime faithful caller and uh, attendee of the Christmas party, uh, passed away back on December 20th. So uh, we wish the best to his family and uh, certainly uh, share in the, the passing of Tony. And we're sorry to hear that, but I want to keep you all informed as far as that goes. But uh, Ken called in from Newport, Richie. We didn't have time to take his call. But Yehudi, if you can give, uh, he had an interesting question, I thought that we can kind of banner around before we give our picks. Yes, first, Ken said, wishes everybody a happy new year and wish you all the best, and he'll definitely be calling in in the new year. And he just had one question. If in baseball there was 82 games and hockey 162, would the attendance be better? John, do you want to tackle that first? So that would mean 41 home games? Uh, I probably think so. I think it would be a little bit better. Uh, would hockey drop off if they had 81 home some. games? Yeah, hockey might drop off some. The size of the arena, too. I mean, uh, if, if they switched arenas and played in the Dome, I think it'd be. Uh, I think you'd have a little bit better hockey attendance because I think the fan base is a little bit bigger in hockey right now. So if you had half the home games for the Rays, would, they t- would their attendance double? I don't know that it would double, but I think mm-hmm. it would uh, improve. But if it improved, then that would actually be less people coming uh, because you wouldn't have as many games. Yeah, so, but yeah. again, you wouldn't need as many people because you don't have as many games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting question. more people though. per games. Yeah, that's – people I can't, can't afford to go to everything, especially when you have that many uh, that mm-hmm. many home games and um, 
I agree. Baseball. You have, yeah, I mean, you, we, have, we, have three, we have three professional sports teams. People in this area are not suited. Can't support all of them, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pick uh, the three games. Uh, starting off, John, uh, Notre Dame and Clemson. I think there's going to be uh, two upsets today. Clemson did not have a very strong schedule this year. So I'm going to pick Notre Dame 30-21. to 21. All right. And the Heisman Trophy winning uh, Oklahoma – uh, it's going to upset Alabama uh, on a field goal, 30-27, late. All right, all right. And then the Bucks and the Falcons tomorrow? Yeah, um, I don't know. That's <laughs> just voice tails off. <laughs> uh, I think the Bucks may pull this one out, 7-3. Uh, to three. Okay. <laughs> well, that'll be a game to remember. Yeah. Jason, uh, what do you see Notre Dame-Clemson? I think Clemson is going to win 24-14. Uh, to 14. Uh, right. I think Alabama will beat Oklahoma. Mm, I'll say thirty-four to twenty-three. And you've been pretty good on your predictions mm-hmm. the last few weeks. And, and Bucks uh, and Falcons. Tomorrow. I think uh, I think the Falcons will win thirty-one to twenty. All right. I have Clemson winning forty-one to twenty-eight, and a rematch in the championship game. Uh, sorry, Jason, but Clemson and Alabama again. Alabama wins rather easily, 31-14. to 14. And I have the Bucks winning the final game of 2018, 28-17 over the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow. Hey, have a very happy New Year, everyone. We look forward to talking with you again in 2019. Jason, John, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And uh, we will see you. Uh, oh, real quick joke. Uh, I don't exercise because it makes me spill my coffee. There's one for John. We'll talk to you next Saturday, uh, next new, new year, on the home team on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Online at am 860 theanswercom